Check it out, uh. Come back and I'm better. I've been patient, encouraging changes. I'm speaking new language. Just the thoughts of a joke. Only people who've been around will know. I'm talking about owning something, giving my homie something, teaching the youth how to survive. You owe me nothing. I'm just a young black man with a dream and a plan. These are my thoughts because I share them with the land. Welcome to another episode of Thoughts of an Average Joe Podcast. My name is Teroy Jackson, man, your favorite average Joe. And um, I got a homie on from college. It's been a while. The last time I see you, you ain't even had your son. That's how long it's been. <laughs> you wasn't even married the last time I saw you. My man Royal and his wife. How are y'all doing today? Oh, well. You should have told my wife's name, though. Hi, I'm Eunice. There we go. See? I don't know how to pronounce this. I, I heard I heard of you on how to pronounce it. <laughs> don't say it. I wasn't gonna call y'all the shepherds, but you know, we'll just keep it there. Yep. How how's everybody mental health? We're getting there. We're getting okay. there. I mean everybody knows how tough it is during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh so being in the house for more than a year now has been trying for everybody. Uh us included, we're no exception. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, we're trying to make it together. So y'all been y'all been working home, working from home. Yeah, every day. I just started working from home. I ain't gonna lie, I love it. We've been. We loved it when well, I loved it when <laughs> it first started, but I've been in the house for a year. Yeah, we've mm. been working from home since the beginning of the pandemic. So since March. Yeah, see, this is my first time. I just started working from home about like two weeks ago because my other job made us. I was working two jobs and they both made us go in. So this working from home stuff for me is. I was excited too, <laughs> in the house, just doing my job. Has before we get into it, has like how has working from home like changed our relationship at all? Has it made it stronger, weaker, or? Uh, I I don't know if we've seen too much changing. Mm-hmm. There are times like you get tired of being in the house with somebody or seeing them. You need time to miss them. Mm-hmm. And, and That's facts. Yeah, not not having that. It has some kind of impact on what we do, but the way we tend to work through problems has been helping us move along through that too. Okay. No, that's facts. Cause like I realize, not necessarily my relationship, but in everybody else's relationship, people that I know, they ain't really like their spouse like that. So when you stuck to being in a house with them, it's just like, ooh, like. Right, at the beginning, it was exciting, bro. Mm-hmm. Like it's like like we said, like it was the same from working from home. Like at the beginning, it was like, oh man, I get to spend every day with my baby at the house. But and now then, I don't miss him. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like now you get to. It's been going on 15, 16 months, and it's like. You need to take your ass on somewhere. Like, I'm tired of seeing now. you. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm tired of seeing you every day. So how does that work? Is there times where you just be like, all right, I'm going to watch the kid, and I'm going to just go ahead and get some free time, or no? Or? Oh, 
Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So you got to split the shifts, especially when you have children. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we work from two different spaces. Uh, she works down here in the living room. I work upstairs in the room. Okay, okay. Uh, so and, of we, course, this is my dance studio, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, this is where you do your TikToks at? Yeah. Got you. Okay, okay. I see it, I see it, I see it, I see it. I see it. All right, so let's get into it. Today's topic, right, of the Marriage Kid Series is going to be courthouse or wedding. So before we get into that, explain to them how y'all met. How we met? Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, this this made her very excited. She likes this. Uh, so <laughs> I was working in the mall in the uh, Governor Square Mall. I was working in Hat Shack, which is an extension. Yo, of that heads. brings back memories. Yeah, so I was working. <laughs> no, exactly what yeah, you're talking about. So I was working at I was working at Hat Shack downstairs, and then uh, my wife and her three friends came in to the store, and all three of them wanted custom hats made. So, okay, you know, as customer service rep, you're trying to be nice, you smiling a lot, just kind of make everybody make the uh, experience more enjoyable for mm-hmm. them both. Uh, so you know, I end up making them a hat or whatever. You know, we chatting, then they leave out the store. About five minutes later, she turns around and come back, and she was like, "Hey, you go to the club?" I was like, "Nah." But <laughs> 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 I, like, I was like, "But you got my number anyway, though." And <laughs> just called me sometime. After that, probably didn't hear from her from her for like six months. <laughs> Exactly. Six like, months? Yeah, it was like six. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let you finish, but I'm gonna need you to explain that. Yeah, like six months. No, but we can stop in the middle and let her explain that. Yeah, explain I this. still don't have an Six months? For so why did you ask, basically ask for the number and wait six months? Because at that point, I don't forgot who you was. So listen, I had never asked nobody's number before then, so I don't know where that bout of encouragement came from, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Like, I, I, I was obviously talking to other people, so wasn't hitting me up either so it was like, but i mean the number the, was in my phone at the same time i had a girlfriend too you know my girlfriend uh, <laughs> <laughs> i was waiting to see how this turned back around okay yeah, i had a girlfriend but you, you know i was going with i know exactly yeah, what you're yeah. talking about and it was just kind of like well i'm just gonna keep that in the background and i was doing my thing i was a freshman in college so uh, yeah thank you for getting you 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 way older than me <laughs> Don't say way older. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm 33, bro. Oh, never mind. That's what I'm saying, bro. In, like, in college, it, it made it like, yes. It in like college, was, like it made it seem like you, Lamont Day, was like so much older. Now I think about, it, I'm like, yeah, we was all right there, bro. No, nah, you, you right. <laughs> right so when she finally hit you up, like, what was your first reaction? Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, I don't know who it is, bro. Like, uh, I don't even remember what that conversation like. Was. Like, I, only thing I remember is that I had just gotten out of jail. Like, I had been to jail mm-hmm. and was there for almost a month. And then I got out, <laughs> and then she like hit me up. It was weird, bro. I, I didn't know who she was. I remember the first time we like met, or whatever time I came over to somebody's house, you went to sleep. I don't know how explicit you want to get in this story. I don't know either. Well, I'm going to test tell it since we are here. Uh, you might want to put the E for uh, explicit on there. So uh, the first time, first time, like we actually was like hanging out was uh, on campus. It was on campus, you know, one day or whatever, just chilling. They around. called us Kim and Kanye for the first time then too. Yeah, they called us Kim and Kanye because we was walking around campus, just chilling, just getting to know each other a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, things move pretty quickly. You know, the boy. Sh- <laughs> and then, and so you know, so I was over at my homeboy house, and he like right off campus, and she was gonna come over there so we could get busy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I had a little too much to drink. She was over there. I passed out on her ass. Damn. Hey, it was over. Yeah, I took his glasses off. Yeah, she took my glasses off and put it down. You know what I mean? That was real nice. 
That is nice because most girls just would have left you there. <laughs> she should have. I went to sleep on the other couch like a dummy. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that that when I went to sleep, I thought that was gonna be the route. But then you know, circling back around, a couple months later, I hit up like, hey, you know what I'm saying? So she waited six months to hit you up. You waited like another two. I don't know how long it was. To be honest, like. After the time we started talking, like it's kind of like a blur. Mm-hmm. Like we don't really have an official. Like when we were dating, we didn't know what day we started. Oh, so dating. Y'all, okay, that makes so sense. So we made our anniversary the first New Year's. Like, okay, yeah, like, 2013. Yeah, 2013 New Year's Day because it was like we don't know what the hell we started talking to doing that. But it came back around and then we ended up doing our thing one time. And this was right before I left to go to Augusta. Okay. So after I left to go to Augusta, we kind of did the long distance thing for the two years that I was there. Mm-hmm. How was that? <laughs> I got skinny. I got real skinny. I was in the gym. I had a gym membership, working out three times a day because it was frustrating. Yeah, I was skinny too. Because <laughs> strong. Yeah, you know what happened. Like when you when you up there, it was like I was turning the corner in my life at that time, and so it was like mm-hmm. I was trying to be. If I was going to be in a relationship, I wanted to be committed to it. So I, 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 was, doing my, I was doing my best. Like, okay, I'm not going to cheat on this one. I cheated on all the rest of them. I so you on that as well. So I was like, I'm not going to cheat on them. But it was like it was weird because it was a long distance relationship. So for those two years while I'm up there, I ain't hitting nothing to Roy. Like, How often did y'all see each other? Like every three months. Every three four months. And that sounds about what me and my girl go through. Long distance ain't easy, bro. That you got to be committed because it's hard, bro. I'm like I ain't FaceTime nothing. was that baby. I'm telling you. And like, the thing is, I hate FaceTime. I just be like, my girl with FaceTime, I'd be like, oh. I didn't talk. That was the crazy part. Like I didn't talk for a lot. <laughs> yeah, like, when we used to talk on Facetime, it was just me monologuing. You know? <laughs> and me sitting cute, like. <laughs> but it was tough though. That long distance shit wasn't easy because it was like, uh, you know what I mean? Like I'm not hitting that, so I'm getting frustrated. Uh-huh. So I kind of like poured myself into my work. I was working for the Augusta Chronicle at the time. Okay, kind of like poured myself into my work. Did a lot of exercising. It's kind of cleared my mind up a little bit, and it, it changed a lot. Like. It wasn't it wasn't easy doing the relationship thing from far away, like because you know you know how men are. Like, mm-hmm. We need that when we need it, now. You know I feel you on that. Like, so, so it was a lot of uh, I don't care. It was a lot of masturbation going on up there. Yeah, man, look, listen, <laughs> listen. You, you got to choke that chicken there now. Hey, man, it's, it's it, it'll save you. It, it'll save you some trouble. I'm telling you, now, it'll save you some trouble. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what it did, and it saved me some trouble. But when I did get my hands on them. <laughs> Rawr. You know what's going on, Brillo. <laughs> so, when did the transition happen from long distance to actually seeing each other and talk about that? Because that's what I—that's what I fear. Like, so when we get into arguments, it's different getting into argument over the phone and then face to face. And because I've basically been in my own space, it's like. I gotta be around. It's not I don't gotta be around you 24-7 I'm used to having my own space And now I gotta share it Were you an only child? No Oh Was she an only child? No Oh well then you should be alright then Yeah but still though Like for example When she When I went up there in March We was just All up over each other In the back of my head I'm just thinking like Bro I need like two hours to myself Maybe three uh, We were a bit different Okay Like Like Well Not when we moved But when we used to When I used to visit Mm-hmm. I used to visit, bro. It was like we was like rabbits in that thing. Bro. See, see, okay, like when I'm there for a weekend, that ain't no problem. Yeah. But when I'm there for a week, I need at least maybe like an hour or two to myself. I don't think you could find it. Yeah, I don't think we ever spent like a, I don't think I ever spent a week. 
Okay, yeah. So it was we normally like a weekend or like yeah. A me and her, days. me and her normally spent a weekend, but in March our anniversary, we spent. I, I went up there for like a week. Okay, that's pretty cool though. That's pretty cool. But I, I mean, in terms of the transition that we were talking about earlier, the transition didn't happen until I came back to Tallahassee. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, okay. So I got hired by the Tallahassee Democrat. Okay. Which was that was the only way that I was coming back. Mm-hmm. I made sure to let her know, like, look, bro, we're gonna do this long distance thing, and if I'm like, I want to come back to Tallahassee, but I ain't coming back without a job. Makes and so, sense. And so when the Tallahassee Democrat finally hired me. Like, I was like, yes. <laughs> Every day. Like, and, then get, <laughs> and then you get back, you know what I mean? Go to sleep every day. I'm telling you. Like, you get, you get back. It was cool for a while, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was it was bomb, bro. Like, I, I mean, it was cool at first. Mm-hmm. You know, coming back, being able to stay around to see you every day. And then you get like everybody else get where it's like, all right, the thrill is gone. Now let's get to building what this relationship really is going to be mm-hmm. about. So How long did y'all date Before y'all got married Four years 13 to 17 There we go <laughs> Shh Damn That's a long I commend y'all That's a long time what, Four years Yeah It was the longest relationship I've ever been in And still in Alive Well I, I don't know if you call this A relationship anymore <laughs> a, a marriage A marriage and a relationship Are two, it's two different things. things I feel you on that It's different Because if you it Like If you're in a relationship You can just leave yeah. In a marriage, you can't really. Nah, it's till death do yeah, us part. Yeah, you can't. Really. Heavy on the death. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy yeah. on the death. So when did y'all know that y'all were the one for each other? Or when did it click? He knew before me. Uh, so uh, when I came back here, uh, I, I lost my job. Like, I, I lost my job here, and it was kind of like, all right, you know, you ain't got no money. She got to work. She got to pay the bills. You know how this finna go. Every time you done been in this situation before, all the women going to change up on you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They start. And what ended up happening was nothing. The dynamic in our relationship didn't change. Like, she still let me know that I was the man of the house. That she still, That's big. That she was still going to rely on me. Like, she still trusted me to lead our house. Whatever. And I was just a boyfriend. I ain't even a husband at the mm-hmm. time. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it was just like the dynamic in our house never shifted. And I was like, Man, I don't know if or when I could ever find something like that again. And so I was like, you "No, know that's what? real." Yeah, and that's like, really real. Yeah, I was like, "You know what? I ain't even gonna goddamn it look. <laughs> I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna marry this one. <laughs> I'm not gonna look, bro. I'm just gonna marry this one and call it what it is, bro." So I just, I mean, after that, it was like my mind was made up. That's real because it's a lot of women out here that say that until they actually get in that predicament, and then it's like, "Oh well," like. If you lose your job and you don't have like a backup plan, like they start looking at you funny. And it's like, as men, we're supposed to have a backup plan, but it's all, sometimes we ain't got a backup plan. You're a human too. Life just happens. And it's just like, oh, well, they start to emasculate your manhood because it's like, oh, well, you're not paying the bills here. So now it's blah, blah, blah. But then it's like, when I start paying the bills, I'm not going to forget what you did. Like, we, it's, that's something we can't recover from. So I, I applaud you. There's not a lot of women. That's, not a lot of women's doing that. I'm think, telling you. But I, I mean, I think the bigger question is like, how was it for you? Because that's like that's not something for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that's not something that we kind of like talked about. It wasn't like a conversation of you still need to treat me like the man or nothing like that. She just kind of like did it. I don't know. For me, it was just natural. Like you wasn't going nowhere in my mind, and I wasn't letting you go nowhere. 
I guess part of that was still the young uni that was like not this Eunice now. Right. So <laughs> like there are three different versions of me. Okay. <laughs> so when did you know he was the one? I don't know. I just had a date set that if he didn't marry me by this point, <laughs> then he ain't going to be it no more. So that's pretty much what it was. That literally, like, you had you had either um, July 7th or July 17th to marry me. And if you ain't do it by then, then... He had you from July 7th to July 17th. This was over with, and that was 2017. So y'all been going married almost four years? Yeah. It's been that long? Yeah. Bro, it really feels like yesterday. I remember seeing it on Facebook yesterday. I mean, like, we never had like a big ceremony uh-huh. that we planned to, but we went on our lunch break and got married. So, All right, so let's, let's touch into that. Why? So why was it the courthouse over the wedding? <laughs> For several reasons. <laughs> yeah. One of the biggest questions that we asked ourselves was, do you want a wedding or do you want a marriage? <laughs> Like, and that's that's what some people have to ask themselves. Like, a lot of people put a lot of effort into building up a wedding, but they don't. But they put more effort in the wedding, but you don't want the actual marriage. It's like all for show. You don't exactly. even exactly. You, you don't even know who you're marrying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and so like we had built up so much time to get. Like in four years, you can go through a lot of different stages. And like Definitely. I said, we were both already. Like once we got to the point where we were ready to be married, it was like I don't need no ceremony or nothing to be married. Mm-hmm. I just want to be married to you. Like I just want you to be Mrs. Shepherd. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't care for all the pomp and circumstance. If we do it later, fine. Mm-hmm. We plan on doing it. So because she deserves that, she deserves yeah, exactly. her wedding. She deserves her day. But it was kind of like we was like, bro, we don't. At this point, we didn't want a wedding. We wanted to be married. So mm-hmm. we was just like, you don't need no wedding to get married. Go to the courthouse and we got married. And we woke up. You ready to be married? Yep. <laughs> And pick me up on my lunch break. <laughs> yeah. So how was that like? So was that something y'all decided together? Was that something you told your family or how did they? Nope. Work? No, we didn't okay. tell anybody. We decided okay. the day of. Like, was that something that they like resented you for? Probably still do. Probably. Okay. Like a lot of people, like we get a lot of flack about not having a wedding. Plus, I'm an only child, so yeah. So her parents never got the opportunity to see that their only child get married. Her dad never got the chance to walk her down the aisle and stuff like that. So that's natural resentment that goes on there. But at the end of the day, they have to understand. Yeah, like, that's my life. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't about y'all. Mm-hmm. This was, like our desire to be married wasn't about the people around us. It was about us. You know what I mean? Because in the, in this marriage, the only people that's gonna have to deal with it is us. So we gonna do this by ourselves. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> and we did it. Cause that that be the thing I be worried about. Like, I personally could care less for what. Like I'm it's on a, expensive for no reason. I'm, first of all, I didn't realize it was that expensive, so I started watching Marriage and Mortgage that show on Netflix. Did y'all watch that? I don't watch stuff, like bro. And I just sat there. I was like, "Hold up, thirty k for a wedding? Oh, it'd get better than that. You got yeah. to have dress. That's that sounds like just for her stuff. That and like I was just, just like, "Why am I spending this much? Like, even like I would, I would rather elope. But I know my parents will probably resent me for it." It's not that I don't necessarily care. I'd rather just not go through it. I'd rather just not deal with that aspect of it if that makes sense. You want me to tell you something about your parents? Good. They'll get over it when you hey. have that first grandchild. <laughs> I can guarantee it. <laughs> they will get over it. Like that's and that's like it sounds harsh, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like like I don't care for my mom to see her oldest child get married. I really do want my mom to see me I guess have a wedding. Mm-hmm. But it's like 
I don't need it. I don't need it. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't need that for my marriage to be fulfilling or to feel like I'm my married. marriage. Is, yeah, I don't need that for my marriage to feel like it's starting off on the right foot. Mm-hmm. I felt like the day that we got married was one of the happiest days of our life. Like, and we didn't even have rings, Tori. Like, mm. we just had paper. We just had paper, bro. And each other. I wish. I wish. <laughs> bro, listen, we got married in the small conference room at my job. We needed it because we went to the courthouse and we needed a notary to actually have a ceremony to sign off on the fact that we were married. Okay. So we went, like, we didn't want to pay for the ceremony at the courthouse. So we went back to my job. That's my type of business. For free. Y'all, y'all, for free. y'all out here speaking my language. <laughs> like. We got married for $90 in the outfits we already had in our closet. <laughs> yes, Amen. Indeed. Mm. Yes, indeed. I made sure I had a haircut. I had my good wig on that day. Yes, indeed. And we just we got married, bro. Like, and, and honestly, bro, like, it was one of the better decisions for our marriage. Because, like, it just it just felt like the proper start to it. Mm-hmm. We don't need nothing but each other to do this marriage, and that's all we had on the day that we got married, and that's the way that we've been rocking with it. Mm. I respect that because I'm going through the ring process now, and I'm just like, oh, don't worry, Vera Wang is on the way, and that's <laughs> minimum ten thousand. She got progressively more expensive at the longer that we've been married. That's how I know we started, right? <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> That's how it starts, right? I'm going through the ring process now, and I'm just sitting there going like, bro, it's just stressful. I'm like, I don't know how people deal with this. Like, I just want to get it over with, and I'm just like... Because it's hair, makeup, stylist, the bridal party, like, shoes, dress. Because like, my dress is going to be golden when we do have a wedding. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, real gold, too, so. I see you talking about. Oh, bro, listen, bro. Uh, I, I've already resigned to the fact. Like, I've waited four years to give her a wedding. The best, mm-hmm. the, the best that I can do right now is give her the one that she wants. That's that's right. Like, like, so, so it's like, however much it's gonna cost, it's probably not gonna cost that much because we not really like we're not those type of people. You know what I mean? Like, we don't need all that. Like, we was thinking about renting a Airbnb out in Orlando. Let everybody come there, mm-hmm. give out some pizza and wings. As Yo, food. that sound that's not. I'm with it. I'm with you. Trust me. We're here, bro. We're, we're sending invites on Facebook, bro. Like, this, like <laughs> legit. Like, this is our wedding plan. Like, if people don't like it, then so what? But y'all mm-hmm. want the ceremony? Here is our ceremony. Like, our ceremony is going to be authentic to who we are as a mm-hmm. couple, who we are as a parent. Like, and it's like, bro, we're not that fancy, bro. She want to go dressed fine. That's probably going to be the most expensive thing at the wedding. Mm-hmm. Probably not, because now I'm going back to my sweatpants. <laughs> Bro, listen. You know I'm always down for the sweatpants. <laughs> bro, if I want to, if you want to piss off my mama, let's wear some sweatpants down now. Sweatpants and heels with a train on the back of the sweatpants. <laughs> this is how we plan our wedding, bro. <laughs> Do you want to start a podcast but don't know where to begin? Reach out to The Average Joe Media, a podcast traveling company. They bring their top-of-the-line equipment to you, record your episode, and edit it and email it back to you in just a couple of days. Monthly consultations also come with being a client as well along with affordable prices. All you have to do is talk, and they will do the rest. Express yourself, speak your mind, and relax. Let us do the work for you. Go to www.theaveragejoemedia.com to book your session today. All right, y'all, man. Um, announcement segment. Um, this is the. This is probably my favorite episode 
of the series. Um, <laughs> the Shepherd family really brought it, and I really, you know, keep on listening to the episode, man. They really did. We really did a great job with that episode. Um, yeah, it was really good. Um, let's get into the announcements. Um, Socially Thoughtful came out an episode on Monday. Um, B- Reggie came out an episode yesterday. And um, <clears throat> Wine Time season finale was last Wednesday. So if you didn't check that out, that episode was amazing. That shit was hilarious as hell. Um, that shit was funny with Bet, Bet That House Self podcast. That, he got a new follower because that was definitely dope. Um, Chilling With Juice came out. On Friday, last Friday, and comes out this Friday as well. And um, Shooting a Breeze with AC came out last Friday, and Sociology came out last Monday. If you didn't check that episode out, I need you to check that episode out. The um, that and then Larry's Dear Mama Couch Session. That was the I'm doing a new segment on Instagram where I put the top two episodes or the top two powerful episodes of the week that I listened to. That was it. I really enjoyed those two episodes. Like they, they resonated with me a lot. They definitely resonated with me a lot. Um, so yeah, man, definitely check those out. Um, <clears throat> like I said, the marriage kit is a four part series. So it ends next week. And then after that, I'll go back to the regular episodes and I think I'll drop another series the week after that. I mean the month after that. Um, so yeah, I believe those are the announcements that uh, divorce day F comes out with an episode on Thursday as well. And the Rosie's perspective comes out an episode on Wednesday. Um, <clears throat> so let's get into the creative corner segment, man. Um, today I have no other than Faye. His album dropped. His album dropped. Um, I'm gonna put the um once again the link's already in there, but it's called it's always in there, but it's bake sale. Uh definitely check that out, man. Definitely a good up, definitely a good album. Um I'm going to play another song off the album. It's gonna be called Cookie Crumbles. So I definitely want y'all to check that out, man. Crookie Crumbles by Faye. And it's going to be coming up in three, two, one. Say a leader never knows he just chosen to be Keep the heater by my side, heart frozen to me But I'm a loving motherfucker with no reason to be Man, we grew up on bologna and some cream of the wheat I'm the cream of the crop, I'm a weave and I bop Never seen nobody like him since Muhammad done dropped I'm my lead with the box, put a stick in the box We them franchise boys, watch me lean with the rock yeah. I'm sorry, Papa, I never should have raised my hand on you I just hope you understand If my grandfather came out the grave and disrespected my mama He'd be dealing with the same drama Look, this is family business Let's go ahead and settle our differences Cause this can't be finished Cause I'ma blame myself when you can't be with us And how we question God when the answer's in us You see, I grew up on the grill, little sample of hell Heaven under mama's feet, yeah, I know it too well I got brothers six feet, a couple brothers in jail And I'ma blame myself if another one fail, you did And my nephews made me want to be a better man How the hell you answer to another man? Kalechi not the homie, that's my brother man So I gotta treat Miss Judith like my mom and them And this is family business And this is for the family that can't be with us My grandma, grandpas, B-Law, Mucho, Luther, Vandross All of the above I just pray to chop and watch it from above 
Yeah, this for Mr. Friday, Jeffrey, Zach, Booth, my Z, that too, no fool, and the rest of you, cause we gon' meet a moment of truth. Yeah, we all gon' meet a moment of truth. So that was Faye, um, Cookie Crumbles off his new album, Bake Sale. I have one more by Faye. Um, it's going to be off of the Mama album, the OG album. Um, it's going to be called Disrespectful. I'm not sure if I played it or not, but if I did it, um, it's going to be called Disrespectful. So uh, here we go. Check it out. I'm disrespectful, keeping my shoes on When I'm in your house, jumping on your grandma Busting on your sofa, bro, fuck your couch I'm seven a piece, right about a Gandhi With a pack salami, then I might hire Couple minorities, to go ride me, Romney Disrespectful, my mama telling me Boy, I raised you better, you don't see what I see Y'all hear what I hear? Oh, big Helen Keller looking at, they dreaded They roll like flopper, cause they know I'm a shot Top four, four, pop, yeah. Dumb bullets 
starter. They touch your chop, your starter, I'm a pop. But never kiss my pop. Just dap them up, ten hoes in a vein. Like a Mexican. Just a laugh them up, and I heard them bands. Gonna make her dance. You elastic slut, fuck what you say. I'm a hunch your man. If he acting fuck, this ain't no luck. Motherfucker better get your mind right. Man, I fuck deep beat like prime night. Chillin' with a skinny chick, and I be believe me. Cause she never do shit for a Klondike. Rap like that, cause I act like that. Spit that shit, cause I did that shit. Tell that out, then I walk that out. Y'all pussy motherfucker don't leave this shit. I'm Ferragamo. Feed them dessert to shut they pie hole. Buffalo soldier. Pass on bitches, they look mulatto. Shout out Chicago. SUV, me hermano. No, 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 not Mexicano. She saddled the deal like hell. Just daddy chillin', chillin', chillin'. Chillin', chillin', chillin' on a pot of gold Whoa And now I'm feeling real irrational I'm trying to pull a thousand holes Whoa Down here in DK the told you, boy, you better hold your mama close Whoa Cause if you run up on pay the wrong way It's deuces to your collar phone Hey, whoa I said because that, that, that disrespect ain't tolerated There's some shit you wanna know Disrespect ain't tolerated Better let your partner know Disrespect ain't tolerated There's some shit they wanna know Wanna know, whoa, whoa I'm disrespectful Old girl telling me Boy, you better go to hell I hit it with a drop kick Kept singing my song Then I bought Miguel Better let my love Adorn your cougar Don't want nothing else Pray to my daughter Don't be talking online Where the fuck my belt Shout out to the Twitter gangster Who said that he gon' slap me Why would I be mad for my trigger finger happy Made a whole decision Don't blame anyone It's your fault Respect is universal If you don't I knock your glow just steady Chillin' 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 on a pot of gold Whoa And now I'm feeling real irrational I'm trying to pull a thousand holes Whoa Down here in DK the Georgia boy You better hold your mama close Whoa Cause if you run up on pay the wrong way It's deuces to your collar phone Hey Whoa I said because that 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 disrespect ain't tolerated There's some shit you wanna know Disrespect ain't tolerated Better let your partner know Disrespect ain't tolerated There's some shit they wanna know Wanna know Whoa Hey, man, Faye, you did a good job on that album, man. I mean, once again, you know, you already knew how I felt about it, but you did a great job on that album, man. Bake Sale, that's out now. And I'm going to put the, if you want to check out his music, I'm going to put his links in below, like always, in the episode details, so check that out. Now, let's get back into the episode. But before we do, always remember, support those who support you. I like, so like, when me and my girl talk, right, 
a part of me, I don't necessarily want the wedding. I want the reception. Just mainly before, just mainly because. That's all you need. Yeah, I got people in Florida. She got people where she at. And we have a reception where she at. Come down to Florida, have a reception for them. Because at that point, they probably wouldn't have seen me in about like a year or two. Knock it out. Have the people from Jersey either come to the one in New York, come to the one in Florida, and call it a day. Do that thing like Lex Baby Showers. You know, have them all over Florida. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like the wedding is cool, but you can have it later when, you, when you're better, when you're more better off financially. I think you have to do whatever works for you. Though. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, my brother is having a wedding. Um, his, his wedding's going to be lavish. That's the type of person he is. That's mm-hmm. the type of woman that he has. That's the type of relationship that they've built. That's it it they really want. is all about knowing your partner as well. Knowing your partner. That's that's what they want for themselves. Mm-hmm. They want to have an extravaganza for their wedding. They want everybody to have a good time, but they want it to be an event. <laughs> We're not like that. <laughs> yeah, because I'd be looking at it like it's an event, but I'm looking at my pockets and I'm just like, Hello. I could go <sighs> on several trips with all of this. <laughs> for real. Oh, fam, you can't have my wife. Don't be a girl. No, 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 nothing like that. Because, like, some of my friends, right, they sat there and they was like, when they hit me up and they was like, yeah, bro, if I would do it over again, I wouldn't have a wedding. I've heard that. I heard that several times. I would just put that money on, like, a down payment on a house or take a nice honeymoon or something like that. But, because, I like, when I be thinking, I'd be like, okay. I was like, for the most part, a lot of people who have the lavish wedding don't necessarily have the money for it so therefore it's like you're putting all this money into a wedding but then your honeymoon ain't that great with me i'd rather have the honeymoon be lavish and the wedding be whatever or put that down payment to- toward the house or buy a nice house and have the wedding there in the backyard now that's one thing i wish we had it done i wish we had a win on a honeymoon now it's gonna be a little bit harder because lex don't like people uh, <laughs> I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, I mean, we can leave him with his grandparents. Like that's cool or whatever. But it's gonna be tough because it'll be the longest that we've ever been away. But I wish we had to did a honeymoon, you know, prior to having the kids. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's one thing that I probably would have did differently. But even still, like I like the actual wedding itself. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't change. I don't think I would change anything about the way that we got married. Okay. Cause who knows if we still even be married now? It seems like people after they have this big old lavish wit and they don't stay married long enough. Yeah, that's true. Because marriage is hard. Marriage is very hard. <laughs> it is. It is one of the hardest things that I've ever done in my life. Why do you feel like marriage is so hard? Because I'm tough. <laughs> I'm not an easy person. I look easy on the outside. I'm not easy. I have my own language. Yeah, like uh. Marriage is difficult because you're essentially trying to combine two separate lives. Mm-hmm. It's a one. It's a lot of uh, give and take. A lot of people don't like. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, but a, a lot of people don't like the sacrifice that comes with what you have to do in order to stay married. Like, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, like the person that you marry at the beginning is not going to be the person exactly. that you end up marrying. Like, you have to be willing to change with the person that you're mm-hmm. married too. And so, a lot of people don't like that adjustment. Um, it's a difficult one to make It's like I didn't marry this person I didn't marry the person With all this attitude mm-hmm. But You gotta understand You gotta look in the mirror Sometimes and be like Yo You've changed too mm-hmm. So they gotta But it's I don't know bro Like it's several different reasons Why marriage is Let's hard. get into it man <laughs> um, So yeah Another reason Marriage is hard uh, You don't have sex As much as you used to It just It's just not like but it also falls down the list of priorities the longer that you're married. Yeah. 
Like it's just not as important. It's like the mm-hmm. sleep comes on top of that. Yo, see, I'm like that now. Like <laughs> the sleep is important now. Like people be sitting there going like, but but sex? No, no, no. It's sleep. Like if I'm if tired, you, I'm going to sleep. Good. Exactly. I will sleep. Like I will snore you to death. Like I'm going to sleep. Yeah, it's it's kind of like during the dating stages. It's kind of like you both horny all the time. Like you're both ready for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you get married, like them days miss each other. Like often. Like, the day she horny, I ain't it. I ain't with it, bro. Like I'm going to bed. Don't you touch me. <laughs> Don't you touch me. <laughs> yeah. And so and so and there's other days where it's flipped, and then you add in, you know. We have an infant now mm-hmm. So it's kind of like You add him in there bro Like he'll wear both our ass mm-hmm. out Before we even get So we can make plans To be like alright Let's get frisky Take naps and everything Take naps Yeah get prepared and everything He come home He wear everybody ass out In three hours And then it'd be like yo It's a wrap Fist bump, baby. <laughs> Fist bump, baby. We good. Like just go on to bed. Like, and that just be that be the case, bro. Like marriage is marriage is tough, bro, because it's it's evolving. It's a it's a thing of its own. Your expectations for your partner heighten. Like it's just so many different elements involved in it. And if you don't have a foundation with the person that you're married mm-hmm. to, like if y'all don't have a core set of ways that you're gonna get through shit. Then it's not gonna ever work out, bro. Like me and my wife can go through anything, but we know how we gonna go through it because <laughs> because we built that equity. Like we've invested that much in each other to the point where we understand. Like, okay, bro, it's your turn to lead. It's my turn to lead. Like, let's get through this shit and let's move on to the next thing. So, in four years of marriage, what would you say like your biggest adjustment or biggest struggle has been? Coming with the yeah, man. Question. Listen, I went to journalism. You forgot with your J school, school, man. Baby. You know, my biggest adjustment was uh, I think we were talking about this the other day. My biggest adjustment was learning how to take a moment to sit down and smell the roses of a day. Mm. Like, I'm a big picture guy, you know what I mean? So, I'm very focused, I'm very driven. And sometimes little shit can get in my way And I just like keep plowing through it mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't realize what's right in front of me We're talking about you know how Sometimes we want a bigger house You know what I mean Not realizing that in this house that we live in now This is the house that we got married in mm-hmm. This is the house that we started our family in You know what I mean Like So we have to take moments to appreciate that And that only adds color to your marriage If mm-hmm. you only think about wanting more and more And stuff like that like you miss the moments that makes relationships so special, mm-hmm. and so that was my biggest adjustment. Like having to learn how to just take time to appreciate the small things in my life, appreciating the things that she does for me, and I still fuck up at it. Like I, like I, I do, but it's like I have to snap myself back into reality and be like, "Yo, you chose to marry this woman for a reason. Continue to try and find more reasons why you want to stay married to her." Like it's just it's an ongoing process, bro. My biggest adjustment is communication. I'm an only child, so I don't really talk to nobody. Mm. So yeah, communication is big in a relationship, especially marriage. Like yeah, and then some days I'll be wanting to shut down, and it's like you can't shut down. Mm-hmm. That's the only person you can work things out with, and you can't go to outside sources because they don't know how to do your marriage. So it's like mm. say that again. <laughs> say that again. That that's a bar. <laughs> she understand that's a bar. Just communication for me. Okay. So when uh your son came into the picture, how did that change anything? Changed a lot. <laughs> it changed everything. Like that's a a child is a humongous dynamic. The whole person. Yeah. From scratch. And so 
My daughter is 13 years older than my son. I was about to say, she's 15. Yeah, she's 15 now, but she's 13 years older than my son. So by the time he came, like, everybody was like, it's, and it's my wife's first child. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, he can help you out. He know he got a baby and all that. Like, bro, that shit totally different, <laughs> Like, I was 18 when my daughter was born. I ain't really do nothing. My mama did all that. You know what I mean? But just kind of, like, working through... Like even if you know how to work things out against each other, mm-hmm. like try you guys mutually have a responsibility to raise this child, and just the different styles, like her upbringing and my upbringing, create different methods of mm-hmm. raising a child. So it's like finding the balance. Like when is it okay to let them cry? When is it okay to discipline them? When is it okay to just let them be a mama's boy? Like shit like that. Like that's something that we still have to figure out together mm-hmm. because it's like he need both of us, and we can't be. We can't be against each other. Like, you doing it wrong. There's no doing it wrong or right mm-hmm. with raising children. You just do it how you do it. But we had to we have to we still have to find we still have to find our balance with like how we do it together, bro. Like it's tough. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just tough for me because I didn't have like a any like thing to go off of. Mm-hmm. I don't I never I have cousins but like I wasn't around them to change mm-hmm. their diapers and all that. Like, I went over to their house to eat and go home. Mm-hmm. But now it's just like, I actually have to work with somebody else to raise a whole human, and that's more communication. <laughs> that's, that's, another, that's another humongous dynamic between us, like the, the way our families are structured. Mm-hmm. Like her family, she has family members down there in Key West, but it's a small family. I come from a massive family. So, like, children... Uh, they were like the order of the day. It was a new baby every year. Nine hundred first cousins, so you don't need no friends. Yeah. So, uh, it's like I'm not an only child. I'm the oldest of nine hundred. Yeah, like my cousins are like my brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. and so it's like all of us kind of grew up in this community where children you help out with the child. But there are certain advantages that she brings uh, in terms of just being able to give him individualized attention. I was never like one for individual attention. I was a part of a group. Mm-hmm. And all of us the same age, we all do things together. But she got individual attention and like right now he's a baby. Like he's not an only child, but it's almost like he is cuz his daughter's his sister's 15. Mm-hmm. She don't really require much raising. She just go in her room, play, look on the phone. But it's kind of like you got to give him some special attention. You got to take time out to just kind of let him know that he's special. As opposed to trying to lump a man with a group, mm-hmm. and that's tough for me, bro. That's one of the hardest parts about being his daddy, because it's like, oh, he'll be all right. Like, and that's not, <laughs> and that might not always be the case. I <laughs> need to know I love him too. Was it? Um, how can I put this? Was it difficult marrying into a blended family, considering he already had a, already had a daughter, or no? No. No. Okay. Because you know, sometimes situations can be. Can be a little murky, depending on the other parent. But that's been that's been a work in progress. Okay. Uh, as of as of now, like we've just recently reached a point where, you know, me and my, my daughter's mom, we're getting to a place where we can be consistent. We can be we can co-parent together, and we can do it as friends. You know, that wasn't always the case. She's mm-hmm. been here since, you know, the time where it wasn't always the case. In terms of her relationship with my daughter, though, that that was instant. That was like automatic. They homies You know what I mean Like That's just how it's always been Like she's been here for More than half of my daughter's life Like I've known this woman now for 8 years My daughter's only 15 So She's the only woman that my daughter's ever known me to be with Damn 8 years 
Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, right. Sheesh. Yeah, so eight been together eight years, married for four of them. Mm. And so and still alive. Right, barely. But um, <laughs> but yeah, but she, still. Yeah. She's the only woman that my daughter's ever known me to be with. So that part of it was easy. Getting to understand like the role of a step parent, that's not something that I can teach her because I've mm-hmm. never been a step parent. Mm-hmm. Like so that's something that she had to figure out on her own and she's done They'll a phenomenal Yeah, she's done a phenomenal job with it because they've built a relationship all of their own. I feel you on the kid part, because like my girl has nieces and nephews. I got cousins, but they little. And me and babies don't mix. Like I, I get I, I get around babies and they just mean mug me and they cry and I'd be like, alright, you can take them. So it's like <laughs> Going to sleep over there, bro. So, like, I be trying to, I, I be like, dang, when is my kid? I'm like, how am I going to know? Everybody says you just know when it's your child, but I'm like, how am I going to know? Like, well, like, I, my thing is, I'm better with like two year olds, three year olds, and you could talk what's wrong, but it's hard when you know what I'm saying, you scratching your your, your foot itch and, I, and, and, and you crying, and, and, and I think you need a bottle, and it's like, you can't communicate. It's like, yo, I'm like, I want kids, but I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to deal with this shit. Yeah, it's going to be all right. We're right the same way. But no, you, I think this is a better question for you, though. Like, I think it's a better topic for you to tackle in terms of, like, what it's like to go from not being around kids to full-time, like, as a parent. Like, Oh, it's hard. I ain't going to lie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's hard. I be wanting to go to sleep, and he up at every day, 6 o'clock in the morning. I remember one video. <laughs> I remember one video. <laughs> Oh, that was, that was when it was my shift. It wasn't. That See, was three. that's the type of dad I think I'm gonna be. Like, you want to keep me up till like six a.m.? I got you the next night. Don't worry about it. Oh yes, indeed. <laughs> oh, Roy, don't play no game. No. I, I torture kids as much as you torture me, bro. You get on my nerves, I'm gonna get on yours. But yeah, I think I don't know. Like, like watching my wife become a mother, that's another big part of like. It makes you fall in love all over again. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like just to see her in a role that you never seen her in before. Like to watch her work. Watch her like Parent like, mm-hmm. it's, it's a beautiful thing bro You know what I mean Like Sometimes I believe She go too soft on them But I mean, What mother doesn't do that With their son mm-hmm. <laughs> She's a mama First <laughs> Yeah first boy Like you know what I mean She gonna give him whatever You know So It's a tough role To have to always be The disciplinarian But over the past few months You start to see Like He getting Badder as the day go by <laughs> <laughs> And she's developing Her mom chops where it's like I told you to sit your ass down <laughs> like, So like That was a moment Where it's like She's almost I don't want to call my wife My child But it's almost like Watching your child Accomplish something mm-hmm. That you knew That they could do mm-hmm. And they weren't doing it mm-hmm. Like to watch her Spank my son I don't know why That makes me proud But to watch her do it It's like It's like Yes Yes I'm never gonna Spank him again It doesn't matter I got him I got him from over So What is What's in the future For the Shepherds that's a loaded question, Toroy. Um, because, the world, right? If you want the big, if you want the, the answer, it's going to be millions and millions of dollars, like billions and billions and billions. Yeah, you're talking. You're talking to two people who are very ambitious mm-hmm. in terms of what they want to accomplish in life, and like, you know, I'm gonna get to that bag. Yeah, listen. <laughs> that's one thing I do know. And if you didn't know, you now know. I'm gonna spin it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of like it's kind of like when. Like, even if my wife never, like, even if she stops working, like, we going to be straight because I know that I got the type of support. I got the type of support system within my own house where she's going to hold me up while I'm trying to go get this money. 
And I'm going to get to it. And there's nothing that's going to stop me from doing that. So our family is going to be straight. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to create avenues for not only ourselves, but for our friends and our mm-hmm. families. We want to create a space where everybody can come to us and we be a resource for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's where I am. Like, people want marital advice. I mean, I ain't been married long enough to really give nobody no real marital advice. But if you want to know what we're doing, we're open enough to tell you. If we can't help you, we will help you. You know what I mean? If we can't support you, we will support you. And that's what we want to continue to do. We just want to make this the best life that we can make it for us, for our children, or everybody who comes into contact with us. So that's, I, I don't know, like, I don't speak for my wife. Because she ain't going to have it no way. She ain't going to have it. So, you know what I mean? That's that's the way that I look at it. That's, the, that's where I see us going. Okay. I don't forget the question. You didn't elaborate. Where did you see, where do you see the shepherds? Oh. I don't know, in a different part of Florida, hopefully. <laughs> I'm sick of Tallahassee. <laughs> but, I don't know, another kid, a big house, on TikTok. TikTok famous, huh? Oh, yeah. I feel Once you. I get TikTok famous, oh, it's, it's a wrap. over. It's over. I am quitting It is over. Because <laughs> you said after that. I'm almost at 5K right now. Listen, you said after that. <laughs> I feel you on that. I feel you on that. See, bro, that's the type of stuff I have to deal with. My wife's ambition is to be famous on TikTok. <laughs> TikTok bringing revenue, though. Listen. I got a dollar and seven cents waiting right now from going live one time, bro. Listen, I'm going to tell you, you can do whatever it is that you want to do. And um, you go get the bag for us, baby. I'll be right here with it. Thank you. You're welcome, my love. Zeddy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, this was fun. This was worth the drive. I had a feeling this was going to be worth the drive. Everybody was like, "You driving to Tallahassee?" I was like, "You don't understand." <laughs> this was worth the drive. But on a serious note, before I, before we ended it, I got I got a I never said this to you, but always wanted to say thank you because you always gave me that chance that I didn't get at the other school when it came to journalism. When it came to the newspaper, you was like, "Hey man, this should be." Rock out with it The same articles I was producing At Florida And I was producing At FAU And he made me rewrite it Like eight times Never taught you How to do it That's That's, that's what we did Like like We t- we cranked out a lot Yo we did I cranked that It was bro, about like 30 ran, It was about J- like 30 I did like 30 articles By myself that semester we bro ran, We ran J school For a little minute And that's because uh, Like What most people Don't understand is that There's potential in everybody mm-hmm. You know what I mean They just Some people just need Opportunity bro And you was one of those people Who was just like You were hungry from the jump So it was like You still hungry Like look what you doing now Yeah you got this You got this You are hungry bro so, The crazy thing is, is I didn't write for this So it was on this I top of the dome I would imagine you would Not for us But yeah like You were hungry bro So it was it was easy for me To be like Yo get this young man a shot bro And then teach him Help him Like work with him Until he becomes a beast And you did bro and That's all credit to you bro So I mean I appreciate the compliment But that wasn't my work That got you in the paper bro That was yours I appreciate that we gonna wrap this up, man. Y'all got any final words? Follow me on TikTok at <laughs> ej.shepherd21. That's ej.shepherd, the number two and the number one. I knew that's what she was gonna say. Oh, but- every time. From here on <laughs> out, baby. From here on out. Yeah, so, my final words is make sure you guys uh, continue to support Thoughts of an Average Joe podcast. Make sure you support Average Joe Media. Uh, buy the merch, buy the mask, buy the hoodies. Listen to the pod, share it, like it, retweet it. My man is on his way, and I'm just going to be happy to be a sideline person rooting them all. So. Hey, man, I appreciate that, man. It's coming, man. I don't know how I'm going to expand out here or expand in Miami, but that's the plan. I'm trying to take over. Because once I take over, <laughs> listen, <laughs> <It's> over. <laughs> I be telling these jobs, right? It be certain days to where, like, 
I'll put in maybe like two hours here on a Monday, two hours here on a Tuesday, two hours here on a Friday, out here on a Saturday. And these jobs be talking, I'll be like, yo, you talking all this trash. And I made in two hours what it takes me eight hours to make. Hello. So it's like, talk to me nice. Hello, yeah. somebody. <laughs> <laughs> bro, they don't even know that's not your job. That's your exactly. side hustle. Exactly. Your yo, job. Exactly. I be trying to tell people all the time. I was like, I'm just waiting for the consistent clientele. Once I get the consistent clientele, we move. It's a wrap. Because <laughs> once, I, once I get out of corporate America, I ain't going back. We move. I ain't going back, man. But this was fun. Um, I, I before I, before I move, I'm definitely have to come up here and do this again because yeah. this was uh, this was fun. It took me like what you was on the podcast before, but it took me like almost two years to get up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was on I was on the pod a while back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it was a while ago. Yeah, but but yeah, bro, it took a while, but it was a good one. All right, man. I, once again, y'all, man. Um, this is the second. What is this? The third episode of. The marriage kit So um, I'm excited for this uh, For y'all to hear this series And uh, the shepherds man It was Y'all was fun man Y'all was Y'all was fun Y'all 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 brought the facts With the with the comedic spin All of that Which is what I expected yeah. Which is Which is what I expected um, I love y'all man I appreciate y'all man uh, Continue rocking with me man Flippings 413 um, Follow me Um Subscribe to the podcast, uh, Average ATPC. That's the podcast Instagram. And I'll see y'all next week, man. Peace. This is an Average Joe Media production. All right, y'all, man. Once again, an amazing episode, man. Um, once again, this, this is that. This was probably my favorite episode of the series. Next week is going to be starting a family in your mid to late thirties. That's another good episode um, with the Jackson. So I can't wait for y'all to hear that. Um, this is the last part of the marriage kit series, man. Thank y'all so much for rocking with me during the series, man. I uh, hope y'all enjoyed it. Hope y'all learned something, man. And um, yeah, man, just remember, that's next week, 6 a.m. Um, it's been a little issues with Apple not really showing my episodes too late. So if it drops at 6 a.m., you don't see it on Apple, find it on another platform to Apple. To Apple puts it up there. All right, y'all. Love y'all, man. Much respect, peace, and love, man, and blessings. Philippians 413. See y'all next week, Wednesday at 6 a.m. Peace. Different kind of city when you're living right. All different opinions, can you choose a side? Come together for the better. Change can only start from the thoughts of.